was the night before Christmas, when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stocking were hung by the chimney with care, in Ugh. hopes that St. Nicholas soon Okay, would... mm, slow down. Like, I think we're getting ahead of ourselves. We've we still got, like, two weeks before. It's the night before Christmas. Oh, you can never get ready for Christmas too early. Yeah, you can, actually. And, like, I, did you have to pick something so basic? Oh, what's so basic about it? Like, it was, I mean, okay, it wasn't accurate, but it, it you know, kind of got I, the feeling off, right? What, what, like, what should I have picked? Okay, like, so, I don't know, something with more, like, introspection? Something where you, like, you know, could feel warmness and togetherness and, like, love for your family and friends yeah i haven't experienced any of that yeah like that's ridiculous like you you expect christmas to be a time of good feeling and happiness like it's supposed to be shallow consumeristic you just get yourself a red cup you don't need any snowflakes or trees or anything like that hey 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 okay you are like crapping all over what christmas originally was intended to be i i don't being thankful that school's over that too but i mean i am well, but okay, it, well, you know what? Then I've got the perfect Christmas poem. Twas a few weeks before Christmas, and all across the campus, finals were ending. Hey, let's talk about Krampus. Yeah, sure. Okay. This week on So Get This, it's the 2015 So Get This Christmas special. Woo! What are we going to talk about with this Krampus movie? It was pretty interesting, I guess. Everything. That was a great it. experience. That was a fun ride. A fun, a fun ride. Christmas ride. On the uh, the snow the snowplow. <laughs> yeah. That never got moving. <laughs> the inexplicably not working snowplow. It was a prop. That's basically what it was. <clears throat> I mean that it, it like the guy in it was just gone. So like we never got to see it in action at all. Okay, so obviously we're here talking about Krampus, which just came out a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Just came out a few weeks ago. That's the thing you can say, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, we saw it. We didn't really expect much, or at least I didn't expect much. No, I didn't. Not at all. I didn't know what to expect. I thought. I mean, I thought it was gonna be cheesy and like exactly. bad yeah. cheesy though. Yeah, there's like, like a difference. A lot of cheese. It was <laughs> like I've heard. I after reading reviews afterwards, I saw. After reading reviews afterwards, yes. <laughs> I saw a lot of people, or a few people, comparing it to, like, Gremlins mm. in this playful... I made, I made that comparison in the in the theater. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. This playful Christmas horror. Yeah. As opposed to, like, what did we have, like... Wow, this was ten years ago now, like, Black Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. That was the thing. Didn't Gremlin was actually terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> that that was was a as a kid, like... Oh. Before we oh. even... We're gonna go to Gremlins real quick, then. Like, as a kid, I had a Gremlins coloring book, 
and I hadn't seen the movie. And so I always imagined like, oh yeah, it's kind of goofy and silly. And then I finally watched it when I was like an older person. Didn't they like kill an old lady? I. She was she was using that um seat to go down the stairs. I think they did kill. I mean, maybe I'm sure they killed some plenty of people. I think one ended up getting kicked in the microwave, and then my only thought was watching it. It's like okay. You guys are literally doing everything he's telling you not to do. You gotta listen to the wise old Asian man in those '80s movies. Wasn't it the? Weren't they I mean, like the Furbies, family? The original things weren't they like Furbies? Furbies? No. No. It's a funny story because I thought that when I was a kid too. Pretty much. I mean, they they, they gave been, me the fear. They, the Furbies <laughs> gave me the fear. They of came out. They did, in fact, come out with uh, Mogwai. Oh, Furbies. they did come yeah. out with Mogwai. That's Mo- that might be why. I yeah, that's that. what the thing is called. It's a, it's called a Mogwai. His specific name was a. Uh, oh man, Gidget. Yeah, it was Gidget. Was it? Yeah. Are you sure? Wait, that's yeah. not. That's a Gidget. completely different. Gidget's the Taco 80s Bell movie. dog. I thought it was Gizmo. No, <laughs> no. no, that's not what I'm. <laughs> playing Gidget, at. Gizmo, any of those. Gizmo, that's what it was. You said it. Yeah. yeah. You said Shoot. It. <laughs> My memory may not be great sometimes, but uh, you know, it kicks in. But, you know, it was very playful. It tried to get to the point of, of Holly, as Shay pointed out, during the movie, like, at its heart. It's mm-hmm. still very it much a Christmas movie. We haven't yeah. talked, you know, even since, we have not talked about this beautiful, like, beautiful uh, CGI faux claymation mm-hmm. scene of one of the characters a long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was great. Oh, yeah. that was yeah. just... Yeah, it was smart. Because I couldn't, I mean, I really couldn't think of that flashback being done any other way. Mm-hmm. And then I saw that, I was like, that was smart. I can deal with one slight change to this flashback, and that's not having the, the silhouettes of the crazed gingerbread men involved. Oh, but you gotta. It was kind of Shrek. You gotta. gotta. <laughs> it was kind of Shrekky, wasn't it? Oh, like, the, the, the gingerbread man? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that was. The gingerbread men was Shrekky, but like the flashback itself <clears> was very. Reminiscent of Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like that, that dichotomy. Throwing, like, I like that difference. Like, the gingerbread men kind of giving you a slice of kind of like the what these old. monsters look like? Yeah, Christmas horror films. Oh, can we also put this is su- such, like, not important to the movie? Like, those were some. Those were some thick gingerbread men. They were. Like, if they were they not. Yeah, no, when that kid bit into it, I was like, yes, this thing's like. Well, you know, when you're eating the souls of children, you're <laughs> like two or three inches they're very, thick. They're very sugary, it was, it was high pretty cholesterol. Fluffy. They just I, haven't I shed mind. the fat. Trans fats. Um, getting back to kind of the whole aspect of it being fun, but has a tiny shred of seriousness to it. I thought that was something that was really cool they brought to it. My biggest comparison, like I was trying to compare it to an actual Christmas movie. Biggest comparison was if National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation mm. were like set today. Add to yeah, like set today with a shred of horror to it. That's yeah. like the biggest comparison I made. Oh, you know what? In fact, now that I'm thinking about it, it was so it was set today. Yes. But this movie was like I'm making sure I'm not saying this wrong. Yeah, this movie was like very 80s. Yes. Yeah. The whole that was, the, that was mm-hmm. a great part about it is that it had a very this like huh. absurdity yeah brought to it that you're just kind of like okay this is just ridiculous yeah. but we're going with it we're going <laughs> with it even <laughs> the characters are you kidding me even the characters yeah. themselves yeah just basically yeah didn't they for a couple times they're like this can't be happening yeah, yeah. I mean we're in a different this is world what we're now. fighting now uh 
that's what made it so nostalgic. Mm-hmm. You know, that and that that's part of its power is that it's a very nostalgic experience. Like mm-hmm. you see aspects of the movie that like harken back to Christmas movie uh, Christmas movies of old and you're yeah. like, mm-hmm. you know, I I relate to this. Yeah. Even with the the message that they have instilled in the movie, it's just kind of like it's a Christmas message, yeah. you know, to be with family and to not get all wrapped up in the craziness and hustle and bustle of the Christmas season. Uh, let's be careful not to get to the ending just yet. We'll get there. Yeah. Uh, I, but I speaking of... To. Oh, I know. I'm just, <laughs> just, just throwing it out there. You're cool. jumping again. <laughs> but, like, speaking of, like, relatability, mm-hmm. you think of these characters, which at the beginning of the movie, all the extended family, aside from the mom, the dad, and the little boy... They all seemed more like caricatures. They were incomplete. And you were fully expecting them to just stay, stay that way. ridiculous mm-hmm. yeah. and like f- silly and mainly probably kind of unlikable. And as the movie progressed, you kind of got a so. better feel for who these people were and their hopes and fears and whatever. Like, actually, oh my God, my baby. There's actually mm-hmm. a little bit of character development that I felt kind of happened at least a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not like a massive amount, but <clears throat> enough to where... Like interpersonal the relationship building. Yeah. 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 I mean, it within was like the days their, their that they relationship were with other people is what yeah. made me feel Because that was them. the important thing. That was the reason why they had gotten to the shitty. Situation. Maybe not. Yes. Maybe not. No one's. I think that's that's got it. And here we're walking into more spoiler territory. I think maybe that's why they got rid of the sister character so early because no one really had a problem with her. You know, yeah. she was a teenager. Yeah. She was trying to go to her boyfriend's house. Like you could be a little bit less of a smart mouth, but mm-hmm. you know, so basically she just my, served as like the herald to Krampus. She was the catalyst. The she was the she least was, problematic relative yeah, to this little boy. Yeah, and she was boy. the catalyst to everything rising in the story. Really. Well, there was no reason to build upon her. Yeah. Yeah. Like no one had any conflict that needed that's to be resolved. A, that's a really her. good point because like. Conventionally speaking, it just didn't make any sense for her to get to go away. Pretty at that early point. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like there was no reason for her to stay either. Yeah, so I That's I definitely think that if they had that was a very built her relationship, yeah, and if they had built her relationship with her brother um, a little stronger. Um, then we would probably feel a little bit more yeah. like, yeah, there was the that's one I, feel, I feel some, some sadness with her not being there. there. Yeah, There's, that was one of the no few flaws there. that I can point to hold, and it's like, they, they told us yeah. what was wrong with this family from this kid's point of view. Like, my mom and dad have been fighting, my sister and I don't hang out as much as we used to, mm-hmm. times are hard for my uncle and uh, aunt and uncle and their family. But we don't really see it. The closest we get to the aunt is the aunt and uncle because, like, they're they live in a trailer. No, did they live in a trailer park? It's not no. clear. No, it was. No, but they're aunt, definitely but they're not like, living they're more, as well. Yeah, as. they're much more rural people. Yeah, right. Which doesn't necessarily even imply like, oh, they're poor or they're going through he hard has times. A but we never saw any real significant sign that oh, the mom and dad are fighting. Excellently played by freaking uh, Tony Collette and um, what's his name, Adam Scott. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We never really saw that there was that much uh, leftover residual feelings coming from the little brother and the sister about him wishing that they could spend time together more than they do now, right? Yeah, and I think, I'm thinking that's the, most of the reason why whenever she does do her disappearing act, it's kind of like, mm, okay, what am she's I, gone, bummer. Another but. thing that I was kind of hung up on was that like, um, like I think it was the directing, but like the grandma, like she was played well. Like the Uma Omi. was played well. Omi. 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 Yeah, Uma. Omi. Mm, something else. But. 
Uh, she was played well, but, like, the, I guess the director just didn't want her to be, like, divulging information anytime soon. Like, when the storm started, like, the only she, thing she did was, she like... She clearly knew something was up. She changed in attitude, like, super quick. Like, she wasn't, she, I, she seemed saw, to see something bad was coming before he ever even ripped up that letter, right? Yeah. Primarily yeah. dealing when she was ta- talking about how Christmas was about sacrifice, and then it's just, like... And then oh, she looks crap. off into that the distance. Back some yeah, that it was a little pleasant. bit heavy-handed, but it's no one's performance in this movie, heavy-handed though some of it might be, seemed to take away from anything. No. And I, I really like how it wasn't their acting wasn't very superficial, because I yeah. was mentioning we were mentioning beforehand how you know watching the trailer there's like two really big comedy actors who were in this Adam mm-hmm. Scott and uh, I don't one know guy from here. Anchorman. Yeah, um, and it's guy. kind of like, what is this? Like, I was on the verge of, is this a comedy? Is this a horror? But they weren't overacting to the point where I was like, this isn't believable. Yeah, it's they the, were. They were very they real like in the situation. Family and characters in general. The unfriended effect. Yeah, yeah. when they were over. Oh gosh, yeah. Super overacting. Oh, I meant like, <clears throat> people think it's a horror, but if you are aware of what's going on, you can tell like this is no, this is, seems this more is funny. Comedic. And it ended up being a pretty even-handed mix of the two, like yeah. humor and horror, because it was. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there, there was some points we're in the thick of all it's of the craziness. Hilarious. We are scared, we're and like two screaming. seconds later, yeah. you will be we're laughing. laughing. Yeah, <laughs> we're like both a combination. Oh, My like, cheeks hurt because I was screaming and I was laughing like at the, the same time. Like the scene with the dog, where they like open up the vent. And yeah, right. yeah, and this okay. Oh, we gotta talk about. I realize that's the only Rosie. thing that didn't make sense, other than, well, no, yeah, that didn't make sense. How the did Rosie thing. get up there? We'll like, see that through the vent. I know through the vent, but there, it's the not a straight. Climbs. Yeah, it's okay. not just a straight vertical. Okay, it, it's not a chimney. This week on the So Get This podcast, we discuss how vents work because <laughs> that was uh, an important part because that was a very. Useful transportation for all the little evil monsters. Um, Pretty much. Did, no, just one Rosie super achieve? evil. Yeah, like monster. did Ch- uh, Chovy. <laughs> Rosie. Rosie. Yeah. yeah. Did Rosie, Rosie achieve anything? Because uh, we didn't see anything. No, she got eaten. Like okay. It, it, oh, she put up Beth a fight because she was a bulldog, but yeah, she didn't. No, Beth is in the, the end. sister. Beth sister. is the sister. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, uh, we need to talk about these these monsters. We briefly touched yeah. on it earlier. Yeah. Like we've got. So we had. The gingerbread man, CGI, which like, looked like something out of Shrek. Yeah, yeah. They were mean. And that was really the only CGI element. Other it was than the only. CGI. They were like yeah. they were, sprites. They were very they were like mean. But they were. Various. They were mischievous. Oh God. And then, second stage, you have. Oh, in in order of creepiness. Okay, so you got the gingerbread men, which weren't creepy at all. They were yeah, just kind like, of oh, annoying and outlined. shooting you with then nail that, uh, guns. That little robot. The robot. Yeah. No. The robot, oh, yeah, which the is robot just a toy. Was like, eh, it just whatever. looked like a toy. Yeah. yeah. It was just menacing. Then the bear. Was it? Hold on. That's a question. It was were the bear and the toy? Were those? I mean, were the bear? And, yeah. And the, the robot. Bear, bear and the robot. Were they gifts or what? Did they, they come were, with okay, the Krampus? No, no, no. They were listen. Yeah. Remember when the guy came? The delivery man came. And He's like, hey, you guys have these packages. It was like a Christmas. Santa bag yeah, they and were, then something else. They were insurgents. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They snuck their way in through it. Are they, are they the refugees that we need to keep out of our home? Can we, we're like... Not can we not? Can we not? <laughs> we're not going to discuss the Hunger Games part two? Can we not? What are you even doing? 
Oh right my gosh, that was literally the plot of it is refugees coming into I the know, capital. But, I know, but who are terrorists? We're not talking about that, right? <laughs> I mean, anyway, good job. Back though. to the lighthearted I see what you stuff. did there. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, so it was the robot after robot. the gingerbread men, and then the bear. And the, yeah, because yeah, the bear, the bear was the creepy. Green, Wait, no, well, well, the bear wasn't creepy at first. The bear got creepy after it got stabbed in the eye. Yeah, yeah. and then it had it's green brains blood. Yes, and, and then, then the bird thing. And then it was the harpy. The, bird thing. the harpy. It yeah. was like the, the angel. angel. Oh, the yeah, sugar yeah. plum fairy. I call it the. Well, bird this is what I'm. This is what I was getting at. Is that you had. The gingerbread man. Yes. You had the robot. Robot. And you had the teddy bear. Bear. Which were like kind of creepy. They're the pond. But cute. Whatever. And then you have a massive leap in scary. Yeah. Because then you have the sugar plum fairy. Which was which, basically a harpy. Yeah. It yeah. looked like like a big like, angel <laughs> thing. But a creepy face. A very creepy old doll face. Markings on its forehead Nut to let you know, like, this ain't face. okay. Uh-uh. And it'll just come at you and lick your face, give you a wet <laughs> willy. I don't even know why that was there. It had that weird, like, carrot tongue. Like, yeah. It yeah, like, it didn't even look like a t- It was just it like, was pointy and then thick. Like it would thicken. What's, what's the kind of tongue? An anteater tongue? Oh, kind of? it was Ooh, probably yeah. pretty cool. Eh, a little bit. Uh, Not it looked like, like, like a little carrot. Were there any other toys besides the obvious mm-hmm. one? No. No, it was uh, just those. There was the, well, there was the stuff the in the bag. The little jack in the box. That's that was the obvious the one. Little? Right? Yes. Who became the, the big? <laughs> yes. That because was it's my then you have favorite. the jack in the box. That's because there was a leap to get to the sugar plum fairy. And then there was another massive leap in Creepy when it came to that Jack in the Box. Which is weird because Ooh, at the beginning, you saw, at first I thought it was like really small. Like, it was really was small because go. we, I think, I don't know about you guys, I think all of us were kind of confused the first time this thing <gasps> showed up. Because, so in the movie, yeah. this sister goes to see her boyfriend and like his... She never makes it there, right? No. Yeah. She no, sees the Krampus on the roof. Yes, she There's hides a, underneath the. D- and she hides underneath uh, the, a, a, a delivery truck, which yeah. was so dumb. Like, it, it's yeah, like, where are you gonna oh, go? Yeah, she kept okay. running. That He's, really looked like zero cover too. He totally <laughs> didn't see you stop and then consider hiding under the. He truck. has the high ground. Of course, he's gonna see you. <laughs> but go like, there. so the Krampus, you see, he, we see the feet of the Krampus, and then you see the Krampus jump away, and she's wondering like, is everything gonna be okay? And then she prison. starts hearing. Mm-hmm. This, like, jack-in-the-box music. I can't do it. It's not as creepy when I do it. No, I think it was <laughs> actually Christmas music. Was it? Yeah, The it first was. one was Christmas music. Oh. <gasps> Which, continue, because I think I figured right. out that, though, with the girl. Um, okay, well, I'm thinking it starts out small, but the more people it devours, it's it has bigger. to be. Yeah, because yeah, no, no, no. we saw it was so because tiny. it was a tiny thing, and that's yeah. what was confusing it about like it. Because the box, because the box like opens, yeah. and there's nothing comes out at first, wait, 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 and then you see this tiny head rise out. Yeah, and you see all you see and is the top of his face. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then you see the girl's face. She screams. And then she screams, and, then the and it cuts shaking. away. No, no, no. Oh, no, it, that's right. The van there's shakes. Like a, yeah, there's an overhead shot, and you see, and you see it the box crawling, crawling in. You don't yeah. know how it happened. You're exactly. just like, what? Yeah. I figured out what was in the snow. It was oh. that first da- jack-in-the-box. Because that first jack-in-the-box attacked before... So there were two Jack in the Boxes. Yes. I don't know, what, but why would a Jack in the Box be burrowing? I don't think that's. Well, I mean, look at what it look at what like it manifests worm, into, but... though. That's well. That's why I'm saying. Sorry, because remember, um... they took that sack upstairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was upstairs the whole time. Yeah, but at the which same... means that, that that's true. That but... 
the the thing that ate the sister couldn't have been the same Jack in the Box. Well, no, because that one it had the same in the face attic was thing. extremely slow. True. Like it was lumber. Well, because so it had so eaten a bunch the, of fat um, kids. No, that's true, but still. Cool. I just just the, the it, it vision have, of when it was first eating, and like you just see the the fleshy see the legs going into its you mouth. You know what made me when. The one that was burning through the snow and eating other people. That immediately made me think of, like, Beetlejuice, like, the dude. Or Tremors. 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 This movie was a lot like Tremors. And that's what I was saying. I think that it was a monster that we have not seen yet. Because think about it. Everyone was being pulled. And at the end, when it's pulled into, like, hell and whatever, I'm thinking that it's just something that we've seen. Hold on, hold on. The underworld. The underworld. Because this was a very, like, overhandedly secular movie for some reason. Well, I know why, but... Yeah. Uh, well, I Anyway, because, think... you know, Krumpus brings children and bad... Cramp- oh, my God, I you did You fell for it, too. I'm, we keep oh, saying I've been Krumpus. Doing it. I've been doing it, like, forever ago. Um, No, but, like, <laughs> you know, Krampus brings people, bad girls and boys, into the underworld. So I'm just thinking it's just a creature we hadn't seen before who is directly dragging them down. I don't know. It seemed... It seemed weird, like, for us to not get any... I, I think it, Indication of yeah. what the monster could be. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a good point. I still think it might have been the the first Jack in the Box, because I think... I'm pretty sure there were two of them. Because if you look back at it, that sack was there and taken into the house before the yeah. sister got nabbed. So it no, that's have true. Been both. Okay, so yeah, it I can see different. your point. Um, but, you know, Krampus... You gotta, he can, he can get a bit twisted, especially with the snowman. Like the first one, you're just like, okay, that one's yeah, got a kind of clever snowman. smile. But then, you know, as people die, well, okay, so you start to see more and more build up in the yard, the and you're snowman. just like, you're getting more and more perturbed by these snowmen. You're like, uh, so I think what we kind of came to the conclusion about with the snowman is that like every, all the souls that he has claimed were one of the snowmen, but. That doesn't make entirely a lot of sense because there were more snowmen than there were people who were Showed claimed. Up. It's just well, it was the other uh, people in the neighborhood. Oh yeah. Like, oh okay. I'm surprised. Oh, it, it's that's terror, to be honest, it's terror tactics. Like hmm. you know, like you're honest, next. They're I'm, all in the yard of the people. I was surprised that I was yeah. surprised they didn't like just have like an armada, like of all the people that did not make it through. I'm also that surprised that they didn't utilize the snowmen as, like, soldiers of the underworld because they were yeah. creepy just standing there, exactly. and yet I've nothing seen, came of them. I've seen creepy snowmen used before. I'm like, why aren't they, like, burp, consume it's, into the snow? It's overdone. The snow, the snowman soldier is overdone. At least it... I, I, I think it's fine the way it was. I, I didn't, okay. you know... The elves... The elves. The elves oh, were great. The design off. Okay. of those are so cool. Before though. we even get like, well, not before. Like, I think this movie has a weird relationship with like size and the size of different things. Because we had this discussion about what was the size of the Krampus. Because mm-hmm. the first time we see him, it's on the roof of other houses in the neighborhood, that and he looks cool huge. Shot. Yeah, it was a really good shot. It was. Yeah, but it looks huge, and it just it like overbearing and this intimidating thing and then you have this small girl who's just like uh <laughs> no <laughs> bye she tries to run doesn't really we, we still don't see the Krampus fully like clearly it's in the middle of a snowstorm but then the next time we see him he looks probably about the size of a man mm-hmm. 
And you guys are saying that this was one of the elves. It was one of the elves. But I saw something running around in the snow that had, like, Krampus feet. Which is, that's what, I'm going to call them that now, Krampus feet. The goat feet. Well. Yeah. Goat feet. That was. Cloven feet. <clears throat> Krampus. Like the size of a child. Yeah, because Krampus is the one, whenever he moves around, the, the elves move around quicker. Anytime Krampus moves around, if he's quick, he's doing that weird jump leap mm-hmm. from place to place. But then he does more of like a, a stalking, like like an animal. Right. At first, like I when so they it, showed the elves on the outside, I thought they were just like wicked little Ewoks. But then all of a sudden, they changed so, that. For okay, well, I guess it's that clear that those were the elves then. Yeah. But that secondary thing about size is that when Omi is standing there about to finish off the, uh, the jack-in-the-box... And the jack in the box starts like creepily clapping. She knows what's happening. She knows what's coming. Mm-hmm. The elves. Yeah. And they burst through the window and like drop kick this old lady. Yeah. And on top of that, they don't seem elf sized, or any elf size that I would like. In that scene specifically, they seem really? like quite large. Like large. it was like, like large, they were, large. They were half really? the they size. Were, and then later on, they were they shorter. To be they like were shorter tiny. than the people. In that scene, yes. In that scene, they looked huge. Yeah. They were no. just grouped up, and it That's was a close-up shot. Was close. Yeah, I think yeah. it was because of the camera shot, as and, well as what they were wearing, their well, headpieces. Okay, well, if as that's well the as, case, like, and I think the they took an interesting choice really in were. filming it, if they're gonna make them look that big, yeah, because we know they're elves. It was a very rapid shot and scene because they were like, you know, showing it the terror. It makes them scarier. Yeah, and then everything settled down, and you get a good look at them. When he came down the chimney, I was like, you know. Santa gets down this chimney without busting this thing up. What, what are you doing, Krampus? Why Come would on. Krampus care? Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't, he doesn't care. care. He doesn't he care did. about your Martha Stewart living room. <laughs> You're probably that living room be dead looked damn good. Or, Such a relatable you know, family. But yeah, world. when he came out, I was like, dude, uh, Krampus, you look, look pretty badass, man. Looking pretty badass. As, as much as you're probably going to drag me down to the underworld or kill but, uh, me. Uh, Krampus was pretty terrifying, too. And the fact that he wore Santa's face as a mask. That was, it was the I yeah. sent a thing the the whole like automaton puppet look while still being organic. Yeah. It really that was a really cool uh, character design. That, because you the, the three foot tongue really also fear you know, was because you knew it and had the to horns, look differently. And the claws and the hooves. <laughs> you saw the eyes, you saw the tongue, you got saw the horns, and you saw the hooves. You're just like, yeah, that's definitely not your face. Otherwise, they just decided. We're gonna make this look awesome, but there's one part that we can't put the budget into, so it's gonna be the face. Well, no, I think it was really interesting. Like, I wasn't, a, I wasn't expecting the Krampus to look like. I was expecting like some really bad CGI Krampus 2013 looking like devil horn character. But, but like, the fact that it gave off the feel of like an uncanny look at what actually what we know Santa to be. Right. Mm-hmm. Like alluding to a Santa figure, but obviously not. Yeah, like I, it was just like super cool design wise. Like it took it took me by surprise completely. I was not expecting demented Santa Claus. I, yeah. I was totally expecting something like a, like an like a, a goat ish faced thing. I wasn't expecting it to have like a human a face. Something, but the eyes yeah. were very reminiscent of like. A just reindeer empty. or a horse. It was and like, and the way just uh, the way walking. the Krampus acted too, you know, like uh, was also kind of comedic. Like you know, 
in the scene where he wiped <laughs> the tear away and it looked like he was considering, um, you know, it looked like he was considering letting the kid go. And yeah, just with like, playing with him. Like zero, it was, it was all physical acting and no like expression. Yeah. Then Especially he since the that mask doesn't move. Yeah. yeah. Then he and looks the, at the elves and he's just like, <laughs> they Look all at this just started kid. laughing. And he yeah, I'm going to throw you in hell. Bye. Excuse me. Sorry. The, the underworld. underworld. You think you're going to fix this because... It's Christmas. Oh, the least you can I do. I take back my kidding. wish and all that jazz. The least you can do is call it hell. And in case you didn't know, that was towards the ending. So yeah. Uh, and the ending. Speaking of ending. So that was like... There was a lot... We had a lot of discussion about what is the ending. What exactly happened... Like, where are they? What's going on? So, you know, the kid, all this happens because the kid made a wish that, uh, well, no, he made a wish that Christmas could be like it used to be. And then he He has a bad incident, tears it up, throws it out the window, flies into the sky. Should have been his first clue that things are not okay. And then uh, Krampus happens. Okay, just like a quick, like, uh, like, side note. I was really, like, PO'd that he didn't start connecting the dots till the very end. Like, oh, uh, he should have started, like, there was a point realizing where he that it was, that his, it was fault. his fault. Yeah. That right was towards after the, the middle. Story. Well, I'm a little PO'd. I, no, this is a general thing. Well, it could have been a me. thing about the directing or the acting. Did I he? felt early on, like, even as he would look at his, at Omi, he's like, something's up. Didn't he, he knew say- something's up, but he didn't, like, he didn't connect the dots that it was his Wait, fault until like the very end. When he said, "This is all my fault, Omi," was that before or after the story? Because it was after the story. Are you sure? It was after the story, and it wasn't directly after the story. It was after like another attack. And then she told him, "Don't be silly," and then he dropped it, and he didn't acknowledge it at all. After well, that I think point. okay. This is what I was saying is that this is kind of a weird thing for me to experience during movies in general, which is. If there are supernatural, I get it, in like a general sense, in the real world, something unusual, strange and unusual happens, but not super strange, I can understand a lot of skepticism, right? But in a world where things have already been set up, this is a, a place where they have seen cars torn apart in the middle of the road, strange like tr- snow tremors riding under the, under the dunes or whatever, They've seen gingerbread men coming in through their fireplace and literally steal one of the children. And they're still skeptical, like, oh, this old lady's crazy. This story's ridiculous. We have to go save our kids. From what? The gingerbread men that you just saw. I don't know why we're ruling out the supernatural. So, yeah, it's weird that the kid... But that's kind of going back to the the whole 80s theme of, like, disclaiming everything that you know. Because you're still trying to hold on to some sliver of reality. I think it's just a crazy person. But no, a crazy person can't move under the snow and try to drag you under and gnaw your leg. That's... Ooh, that was gruesome, too. I think it's just the fact that it's not actually set in the 80s, that we're not watching an actual 80s movie, that I expect more (laughs) realism or more human reactions rather than, like... The silly thing that I knew that I was getting into when I was watching this movie, which was really enjoyable. But yeah, in the end of the movie, 
the kid tries to bargain with the Krampus, make a new wish, take his old wish back, and say that he just wants Christmas to be like it used to be. Then he tries to sacrifice himself. Yeah. yeah. Instead of his... He agrees to sacrifice himself, which all, I'm going to be telling you right now, the whole movie, I kind of foresaw that that's how this would go, is that the kid would have to sacrifice himself, because they talked about how... Christmas. It's, it's not, not about, about what, what you, you say. Mm-hmm. It's about showing that you truly feel change and what you've actually given up in your heart. Right. And I assumed that in order for this kid to atone for basically calling out a hit on his family, mm-hmm. he would have to, like, send himself to the underworld. And that maybe, because this is also still at its heart a Christmas movie, he would wake up mm-hmm. and everything would be okay. It's and a wonderful it turn- life Yeah. Uh, and as it turns out, I was... Right? Well, it's kind of like a demented wrong, version wrong, of wrong. that. Because, I mean, it, that whole thing of him waking up Christmas morning, like like I said, um, it's a wonderful life. You know, everything is fine. Yeah. Your wishes been taken back, blah, blah, blah. That was the Christmas part of it. But the horror part of it was the fact that we return to this world, which is kind of ambiguous. We, we haven't exactly we decided what. Because your first, first, yeah, but like, your first hint that something the was fact that they're stuck there in whatever version of stuck. Like, yeah. It felt too much, it looked too much like a dream sort of lighting, and you're like, I, something's off, because there's no way they're about to end well, this movie you know, with a happy let's, ending. Let's first talk about how the Krampus reacted to his, you know, the bout sacrifice. of self-sacrifice. He laughed at him. He and then laughed he at him. You think that this is enough? In. That's hilarious. And then he threw his cousin, the elves threw his cousin into the abyss, and then he picked him up by the head and, like, looked at him and then dropped him in there, too. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, after some more bargaining. And this horrifying, like, sequence of this little kid falling into hell, which we wow. keep saying, we keep saying, like, this is at its heart a Christmas movie, but that had to be like the darkest thing that we were seeing yeah. the whole time. I'm like, whoa, that child. Like, Which I imagine seeing this as a kid. Yeah. I imagine seeing this as a kid, and what I would think most of it, I'd be like, whoa, this is really creepy and a weird Christmas movie. I feel like that's the scene that would have been like, uh, mm. oh, there goes my Christmas. Movie. I really liked how they could con- convey like you know fear without using like. A ton of gore. Like, yeah, you didn't see people yeah. get killed. We saw one mangled leg. Yeah, mm. and that I think was that's it. the amount of like red blood, blood we see yeah. in this movie. Like even even the toys barely aren't very gored up. Yeah, mm-hmm. like when they get shot, it's green. Which I think there's something to be said about the the fact that we see the jack other... in the box teeth was probably the only yeah. disturbing, most disturbing part. We brought someone with us to see this movie who cannot mm. handle horror movies at all. <laughs> yeah, and she, you know she 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 screamed the a whole lot. way through. Yeah, dashing through the snow, <laughs> screaming all the way. But you know, in the end, she enjoyed. Yeah. She yeah. she enjoyed it. It was a really fun movie. You wouldn't have expected it, but it was a I very think, ambiguous ending. Yeah, and I, I think they made this intent, kind of intending for maybe younger people to be coming to see this movie. Maybe. It was rated PG-13, not R. That's true, and there was only one F-bomb. Which is good. So Exactly. Like, yeah. honestly, really, this could have been PG. Yeah. Yeah. It's dark. Yeah. It would have been dark if for PG If it were PG in the movie. 80s, it would have been PG. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> But um, like yeah. Gremlins, yeah. <laughs> and Gremlins to... would, if it was released now, would be PG thirteen. Didn't yeah. Gremlins? It was PG. Was it? It was PG. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Huh. But yeah, the ending when it was. Yeah. I was unsure. Like, part of me was like, okay, this is obviously the afterlife, and they're just like trapped in this little globe. But then another part of me was like, what if it 
they're all still all right, but he has this globe that just kind of keeps an eye on all these people that right. It was and very it was very open ended, which I liked. And then also another feature that we mentioned that was funny? how Max wakes up. Max, the real, boy in the movie. The real, yeah, yeah. not you, <laughs> not, Max. Not you. <laughs> <laughs> he wakes oh. up realizing, kind of thinking, oh, this is just a dream. But when the, the moments developed, worked. not only does he start to remember what happened, but the rest of the family does. Right. And, and then, that creates a really weird, jarring, haunting feeling in you because it's like, it, no, you're not the only one who remembers. Right. And the this rest is, of the family, like everyone settles into this eerie, like uncomfortable silence as they're like, you know. Because at first I thought they were going to be like the constructs or illusions for the boy to have a happy one, but and then turn into something gosh awful after the realization that Krampus did visit them. That did strike my mind too, like that the, the family was fake and like the kid was just being tormented by mm-hmm. like but the then Krampus eternally. the fact that they acknowledged it and then acted like what they would have realized, oh crap. Yeah. That and night happened. The other thing <laughs> that was kind happened. of like leaving it up to the audience is like their reaction them all kind of like looking and realizing but what exactly is that reaction though is it a reaction of like holy crap we made a mistake or holy crap we're still here you know they holy it was crap we're here a day after everything happened and yeah this happened over like like, like they're it was it's an obvious feeling and look on their face but it's an obvious look on their face but what is that look what conveying. feeling? Yeah, what feeling is that look conveying? It seemed like it was like everyone was realizing that. I think everyone came down assuming that it was just a really crappy dream. Yeah. And then they saw and the Krampus they... bell and their uh, bell and they were like, oh, that yeah. one a few bells. You know, like it's every not... everyone then like kind of shut up. Yeah. You know, because they're like, crap. That was a weird dream. But my thing is that, um, that you know, it really denotes the power of the experience when you can come back after the movie and sit down and talk about the ending for like mm-hmm. 20 minutes and, Definitely. Yeah. and you know with that Jeepers Creepers basement <sighs> still not they're really making, they're making a Jeepers Creepers 3 unrelated what? to anything Jeepers Creepers, Creepers. where'd you get those peepers I did not hate Jeepers Creepers as much as a lot of people I liked it a lot it I was liked really Jeepers like the first Creepers. one was terrifying the second one the second one was kind of dumb yeah. the second one <laughs> I think whatever. he was just like well, all I'm screwing around with you that was good it was, yeah, well, it was it was the first one was dumb in a Krampus way yeah. the second one was dumb in a this is dumb way <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm out but no I definitely enjoyed the experience like yeah. So, you know, bearing a 64% on the Rotten Tomato meter. Mm-hmm. Well, not bad. What, yeah. what, 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 so IMDb we, was 70 per, seven, 7 out of 10? Uh, yes, yeah, 7 out of 10 on IMDb yeah. and Pretty 3 good. out of 4 on Roger Ebert. Yeah. Why he's so special, I don't know. Uh. Is he still alive? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe. What are you mixing him up with? In Christmas Purgatory. Oh, my gosh. Nice. He tried. Well. He had, I, like... Barely. Phase cancer. Did he? This is not the Roger Ebert podcast. Let's. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, so I think like this roundtable we give him, we give this movie, The Krampus, directed by someone named Michael Doherty, who also directed a little thing a few years ago. Can you hear the vamping in my voice? Called. Something along the lines of 
Drum roll, please. I don't know. He's done stuff. Trick or treat. What? Wait, what? Holiday. He wrote Trick or Treat. He wrote Krampus. I'm sorry. Did I say directed? Did he write and direct this? Uh, oh, nice. He wrote him. He wrote and directed it. Oh, I thought he just directed it. He did a great job. Nice. He wrote and directed Krampus, Trick or Treat, Superman Returns. He helped with the story. Mm. <laughs> he did the screenplay for X2. Oh. Most, a lot of people's favorite of the it original was, X-Men trilogy. It was the yes. better. It was the of be- the three. And then yeah. it just went As the yeah. best. <laughs> Actually, the best of the three. Oh, and apparently he also acted in Superman Returns as student number one at the Metropolis Museum. Oh, snap. So go see Superman Returns and get a glimpse at the guy who would create the Krampus. 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 I'm so embarrassed I said that as soon as we... Before we went into the theater. Oh. Like, we were literally talking about <laughs> it and then bought up. Or don't. Yeah. Um, Whatever suits your fancy. Yeah, I, you know... I'd st- I, if I was going to use some kind of arbitrary numerical rating system to give this a movie a score, I'd well, give it's it like not arbitrary. An eight it out of ten or so. Four you, gingerbread, four menacing out gingerbread so. out of five. Four eight. menacing gingerbread out of five, but there were three. Eight flying reindeers out of. Those eight. reindeers, though, <laughs> they were like they were rams. They, they were yeah, they big, weren't. Bugger they were all like giant mountain goats. So we get it gets. Four out of five gingerbread man, menacing ginger, gingerbread man. I can speak English. I can do it. Do it, yeah. Uh, from Shay, I give it, uh, let's see, eight out of ten creepy ass jack in the boxes from Max. <laughs> eight out of ten stabby robots from James. <laughs> and uh, eight ominous reindeers from uh, Cody. Things. These are all out of these what? Are, ultimately these are all eight. Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten, four <laughs> out of five. Because there were ten reindeer, but so we get a we got a So higher, higher than it's because it seems like from Rotten Tomatoes and even from IMDB, it's like higher than average, higher than midway. Mm. Um, but not not up close to the to well, the It's not quite how Rotten Tomatoes works, but yeah, yeah. Well Rotten well, Tomatoes I, I is like an aggregate. Yeah. Like what? It has to be sixty and up to be fresh, which fresh. I think is a low rating for fresh, Rot- but <laughs> whatever. Well, I mean, think about well, a lot of stuff it. that it's you like, like that isn't exactly certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, but it's like, well, that was still good. It's probably around the sixty. It's like sixty percent is more of like sixty-four percent of the people liked it, right? Yeah, that's how that works. And reviewers can be stupid. Yeah. Oh, we yes. <laughs> yeah. You know. But no, I would definitely recommend going see you. With friends. I don't think oh, the experience... With friends? Yeah. Yes. Oh my god. It's definitely with the friends. Ex- it's definitely not a movie... The experience is lost if you're watching exactly. it by yourself. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I, or at least greatly diminished. I definitely would not have enjoyed it as much if yeah. I was by myself. If I hadn't gone with all y'all, I wouldn't have had... I probably... I seen it. If I were watching it on my laptop as I watch most movies, I probably would have paused it, told myself to watch the rest of it tomorrow, and never come back. Because you see, not you, because it's bad, but just because I'm terrible at watching movies by myself. Also, I think the theater was like one of the best places to view it, as opposed to like the TV screen. No, movies okay. like that in general. I think with just being it would have been super fun on like a big screen TV at someone's house. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Also, smoke them if you got them. Basically. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? What? So get this. Go rewatch. 
Outro music. Yeah. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Starbucks is great. The red cups. Yeah. Don't go to Dunkin' Donuts. They use styrofoam. It's really bad for the environment. Oh my god. That's the ultimate goal here. Let's go. Merry Christmas. Woo! Happy holidays. Feliz Navi done.